0: Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we are happy that you're here tonight because there is a ton to geek out about, whether it's in the parks, Disney Plus, other parks, all sorts of stuff. It's going to be The world. The world. The world of Walt Disney. Is that what you mean?
1: No, I meant the world.
0: Oh, okay. All of the world. We're going to geek out about all of the world. All of the world. And if they'd like to geek out too, what should they do?
1: Go to Twitter.com, use the hashtag Geek's Corner, or- i'm giving them options Mm -hmm. or i'm just listening go to geekscorner.live and from there you should see our video you should all see cute little youtube chat Mm a little tip tip type and give us your opinions and we can see them right in front of us right in front of us it's lovely it is
0: very fun And uh, before we get into everything, I think we're going to geek out first about a train in Anacortes, Washington. About the world. That needs some love. Yeah, we are going around the world. And uh, Anacortes, Washington is a place that I grew up boating with my grandparents and saw this train. And and so I did a write-up on it. And and basically, this train needs to go home to its parents or to its family. And so uh, take a look at that. If it's something that you find interesting, please share it and try to get it some uh, attention because this is just one of those cases where the more I look at it, I'm like... I want to help these people out and use our platform for good and um and try and to support uh, trains. Well, and for trains, like it's trains, <laughs> it's Anacortes, which is one of my favorite places and it's um it's helping good people like more than their dad. <laughs> like so I yes. think it's worth checking out. We'll have that in the show notes. So if you haven't read it yet, please do and and we'd love if you'd share it also. Um, just to support the Thompson family, and that would be great. All right, we have a ton to cover in this week's show. So let's get right into the week of geek, which Shall means we? that this last week, it's hard to believe it it's within the last week that It's so insane. much has happened. But Disneyland announced its intent to expand. There it's it's different than they've done in the past, mm-hmm. where they're like, hey, we are doing this specific thing. And really, when you think about it, the only specific thing in their intent to expand was a parking lot they've already announced <laughs> that they hope to do. But it sounds like they're they're hoping, in this case, to work with the local businesses and government to make it more acceptable or whatever.
1: Definitely. Um,
0: but all of this comes after... Uh, the parks and basically the economy in Anaheim has been closed for about a year mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're hoping that this can be something that will spur on the economy in in future years and give um, I, I think it's just giving it a, a shot in the arm of excitement, I guess you could say. yeah, um, what did you think about all of this and whatever you read about? this expansion,
1: whatever I read about this. Expansion? Yeah.
0: Red wrote all the like,
1: uh, Oh yeah. We, we did a lot of writing this yeah. last week. Um, I think it's a great move. Um, I think it's going to create a lot of jobs, um, between Imagineering, between, um, retail cast members, between all the people that it's going to take to create something like this. Um, if the city of Anaheim accepts the proposal, I think the City of Anaheim is going to accept the proposal, maybe tweak a few things. I don't things. think there's a
0: proposal yet, but yes. But yeah,
1: you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I think that when there is a proposal, they will accept it. Um, I think the most important thing to understand though is that one, this isn't a third gate. Um, and two, this isn't, Disneyland is breaking ground on an expansion next year. Um, Disneyland has a lot of great ideas that they want to see come true, but they have to build a partnership with the City of Anaheim. So I think it's exciting if it comes true.
0: And it's a negotiation. Definitely. So I think you're kind of hitting on that of, this is the grand scheme of like, hey, we could do all of these things. And my hunch is there's already some behind the scenes talking that's happened, um, which is why they had the the article go out um, yeah. from OC register with like local city officials showing some openness to it already. Um, but, and I and I'm betting they've actually done more than we realize. Um, but it's it's all about here's the full thing. What parts are people gonna be okay with? What parts are people not gonna be okay with? What are they gonna be excited about? I mean, I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility that <clears throat> there's people that are like, hey, this is great. We don't want you to expand the parks. We want a third park. Definitely. Or maybe, you know, maybe the city of Anaheim is gonna be like, hey, that toy story lot not gonna work you can't you can't do that there maybe they want like i could see things moving around and trying new things um i do think there's some big picture ideas of how it could possibly work because you notice like i noticed anywhere there seems to be houses on the other side of a theme park there was a convenient mountain which i'm like okay that makes sense like it worked pretty well with cars land and um and it it'll be interesting to see what people get excited about and leaders and anaheim leaders love, don't love, parking, you know, all of that fun stuff and, and how Disneyland recovers as it reopens at the end of the month. Like that's going to be, I think a part of this as well. I think it's smart of them to unveil this before it happens because it just, I think it'll add to momentum. So, um, what is the one thing on all of the, the maps or whatever you want to call it, concept arts that you would really love to see happen?
1: Black Panther. Okay. If you, uh, there's one of the maps, the map that shows um, downtown Disney and all the things are blobs. If you understand what I'm saying, good on you because I'm making no sense. I know
0: totally what you're talking about.
1: Yes. But if you zoom in really close, um, it looks like one land, there's a Pandora type land. But like really, really tiny in there, there is a Black Panther land. Which
0: both things I'd be totally cool with. Like I think that'd be great. And it makes a lot yeah. of sense if if you were to actually add in the um the second phase of Avengers campus, you're supposed to go to Wakanda on the Quinjet. Mm-hmm. So if that happened to be somewhere at the park that oh, you didn't quite make it in the ride, but you can just walk over there. Like yeah. it'll be fine. I, I think know. it'd be really neat. Um I think that would be a great thing as well. Um I don't think we're gonna know anything about anything for a very long time agreed and and i think that'll be interesting too because you're gonna see like we're gonna see new movies and new ips that get bigger and other ones that don't Mm -hmm. and that could impact the future as well and um you know for all we know yeah i don't think they would expand galaxy's edge even more but you could see like there is the where it's potentially the disneyland expansion you could just add more galaxy's edge um, I don't know what you would do, but there's that possibility. It's like, oh, we didn't give you Tatooine before, but now you can cross the river <laughs> or cross the street, and, and there's, there's Tatooine. Tatooine. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, Bailey says she wants something that is distinct to Disneyland, a la Cars Land. Um, and that doesn't that doesn't get replicated somewhere else around the globe. I'm assuming you're saying, um, but yeah, yes. it'll be very interesting to see how this progresses how slowly it progresses. Cause I don't think it's going to be one of those things where in the next six months. We're like, Hey, now they're doing this. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it's years before we see things break ground. Definitely. And, uh, that, that, that'll be interesting to see. And, and it's also interesting, like Ken Patrocks, the Disneyland president now, like, will he be the one that just basically sets the table and somebody else comes in and actually builds this thing? Like who knows, and and that'll be a very interesting thing to I watch happen as well.
1: Do you think it will happen under Bob Chapek though?
0: Oh, I think yeah, I think this is part of his his legacy legacy, and I I think, um, I think it's something that he wants, and I yeah. wouldn't be surprised at all. Definitely, um, and that'll be contingent on how the rest of the company is doing as well. Yeah, five to ten years, I think, is very um, reasonable.
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair.
0: I mean, just looking at how long it took to build Disney California Adventure. Um, once things really get going, then I think it'll move a whole lot faster. I mean, kind of like what we saw for Galaxy's Edge, but what was that? Two years? Three years?
1: Well, I'm, I'm thinking even DCA 2.0. That was yeah, two and a half years. Of... I think
0: that's going to be harder than a, adding like a parking lot. You've got a clean slate. Yeah. So you and you're not having people walk around. <laughs> So you're not having to deal with an an active park every day. So I think in some ways, this will be easier. But in other ways, because there's going to be so much more, it'll be the other way. So I don't know if that's to say that's, you know, it's apples and oranges In
1: time for the 75th. I would hope.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, I think that that could be a good ballpark guess. And I, I think you can see if the parking lot thing happens, I think that could happen way quicker yeah. um, because you do that first before you get rid of other parking lots. And so that could be in the next two years. Um, True. But, you know, and
1: Disneyland always needs more parking.
0: Yeah. And, and that'll <laughs> depend on how the, the reopening of, of Disneyland goes as well. Um, just because if parking isn't included at any levels of pass and it's twenty five dollars per visit that might change the parking flow dramatically definitely yeah yeah. like i know we're not driving alone at that (laughs) point like that's accurate it's me like all right everybody meet at somebody's house and we're all cramming into probably your car because mine's small and i drive a mom car or at that point it's like hey anybody want to get a minivan because we (laughs) can put eight people in (laughs) then and you Uh, know
1: do we know any soccer moms
0: um yeah, like, I don't, I don't know, like an SUV. I, I, We're
1: going to create a soccer team.
0: There you go. Um, or a hockey <laughs> team, which we aren't talking about tonight. But I did watch the Mighty Ducks. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's the, the title? Uh, I don't know what the title is. I know
1: it's some, isn't it like reloaded or something? No, no. it's not reloaded. <laughs> i was anyway, making I watched the up. new
0: Mighty Ducks show on Disney Plus over the weekend and I was completely charmed by it. I almost wrote a review, in which case you'd probably be talking about it tonight. But they really did a nice job um, with the feel, and and the characters are believable, and it's not just a cool kids show. It's like, yeah. this, is, this is what the Mighty Ducks should be, and I think they did a really good job revisiting it. All right. We learned today that Los Angeles and Orange County is moving into the orange tier, um, which basically very overshortening, what that means is more capacity. Mm -hmm. You can eat more places. Mm -hmm. You still have to be from California to go to Disneyland. Correct. Um, And so what potentially could end up happening is you could see capacity ramped up to 25% when Disneyland is reopening. According to the state, who knows what Disney's actually going to do? They haven't said that. I don't know if they'll actually tell us what the capacity is going to be. I don't think so. Because I think that would add stress.
1: (laughs) They also could go happy medium and do 20%. Yeah. I mean, like who's to say, mm-hmm.
0: but I think um, it'll be interesting. Cause I think there's one set of rules that are the official ones. And then Disney's going to probably dial in what they do as well. Um, what did you think about orange tier and how things might change because of that?
1: Um, I think it's exciting. Um, I also think potentially we might see some rule changes um, because In orange tier, if I read the blueprint for safer economy for California um, correctly, bars are now going to be able to be open. And right now the rule is that food has to be purchased with alcoholic beverages. Mm -hmm. um, So that potentially may change. um, But who knows? Um, I think that it's just going to be a good move. I'm just happy to see us going in the right direction, to be completely honest, because we spent a lot of time in purple, um, both us and Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So it's very encouraging that we're both moving in the right direction
0: (laughs) yeah and it'll be interesting to see if disney already had this built into their plan for reopening or if it's like it'll i think in once we're past this i wouldn't be surprised if there's like a quarterly report or call or something where bob Chapek's like we opened disneyland at 15 percent, and then a month later we bumped to 20 or whatever it is like i could see him doing like they did for Walt disney world and that would be very interesting to see um mainly just from a like, this is going to be a very unique Disneyland experience. It doesn't have the space that Walt Disney World has. Um, so the physical distancing thing is going to be a lot harder. Yeah. Um, as we're already seeing it at, at Disney California Adventure uh, for different um, days at a touch of Disney. Like, right now, if you go to Cars Land at dusk, you know, if you're not comfortable being around people, there's probably, it's, it's uncomfortable. Um, yeah. I think I could probably do it just fine, but I can't. I don't know, Katie would probably not be comfortable. No. And um but there's other areas that were completely open, like mm-hmm. we saw and, and when we went to Carsland it wasn't that busy because I don't think people had realized. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, they're doing the thing." Um but yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out, um how insane the the ticket process is. Or will it not be insane because it's it's so limited? Like if maybe it's going to be one of those things where the first week or two it's insane, and then it's like I can't pay for parking anymore, or I can't pay for these tickets. Like we've had yeah. these conversations around us um, pretty frequently, and uh, and if you're now spending instead of whatever you paid before for per month for um, for your annual pass, and it's now 175 to 220 dollars or whatever it's going to be. To get into a park that you have to have reservations for that you now have to pay an extra twenty five dollars for parking for. So now you're at what, 250? Um, just before you get just to get into the gate. Yeah. And then you got food, and then you got whatever, souvenirs, you know, all of that jazz. And and so where we thought Disneyland was expensive before, we could be entering <laughs> a a world where it's even more expensive. It's and, more of a luxury. Well, and I always thought it was, but um, but it could be very interesting to see how that impacts not only the guest traffic, you know, they might overdo it. Who knows? Um, but also just the public perception of Disneyland if you if if it goes too far. And I don't really know. It just those all of these question marks that we're gonna have answered in the next two or three weeks when we find out. Like I'm gonna guess within the next two weeks or so we're gonna find out ticket prices, how to reserve you know, purchase and reserve tickets and all of that stuff. Definitely. And uh, that'll be interesting as well. Um, The other thing that came out today, you had so much fun writing everything.
1: I wrote a lot of things today. What else
0: did you write today?
1: So also Universal Studios Hollywood is going to be reopening on April 16th. Uh, They're going to be having an annual pass and season pass preview on the 15th um, with bonus park days going until May 16th. So if you had an annual or season pass to Universal Studios. What is a bonus park day? If you had an uh, annual or seasonal pass to Universal Studios Hollywood, um, technically the reservations you make before May 17th are not going to count against your annual pass. Your annual pass will not start burning days again until May 17th.
0: But not if you buy a new one? Uh,
1: I do still think if you buy a new one.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: because they're saying that they're not going to start counting annual passes until May 17th. Hmm. Um, so your, your reservations are basically free for the first Quote, month. Unquote. Yes. Huh, um, okay. And they're also, what I think is fascinating and it is a total move of something that Disney is not doing. Um, they had an attraction that was supposed to open last year, yeah. the Secret Life of Pets off the leash. Um, that is opening with the park on April 16th. And also uh, Jurassic World, the ride closed last year. They added Indominus Rex to the finale because Why not? it didn't have a grand finale. okay um officially i think it's very funny so that was supposed to open summer of 2020 obviously it didn't they're opening jurassic world the ride in its full glory on april 16th so i think that most fans of universal parks are very excited especially because secret life of pets is supposed to be really good
0: i just want to do jurassic world Um, (laughs) same
1: because i haven't done it
0: Disneyland is opening the snow white upgrade true Like, it's not Avengers Campus, but... Well, Avengers um,
1: Campus and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure have both been... And I understand that I think that Disney wants their guests to have a more full, true opening day experience that you can't do with limited capacity or what have you. And I think Universal is just like, come hang out with us!
0: Well, and that's what they've been in Florida, too. Yeah. It's been a very different experience looking at what they do for Universal versus Disney. Like, Mm -hmm. they're, they're approaching it from different... Aspects and, and that's the
1: fun of theme parks.
0: Yeah, it is. And that that makes it more interesting to me because if they all did the exact same thing, it'd be kind of like, okay, you guys got in a room and <laughs> you came up with a plan for all of you. Or, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that'd be fun. Um that'll be interesting. We got knots opening sometime in May, which will also be interesting. Yeah. Um, to see how they play that out. I'm actually less worried about knots in universal, like Disneyland is gonna be the big question mark. Definitely. And and then the other you know it'll it'll just be very interesting to see how each one of these open safely and s- smoothly as you can hope they can and will that change parking at downtown disney because i think the answer is yes if it's 25 dollars to park in a for a park and 10 dollars to park all day at downtown disney that's going away definitely um so go to downtown disney now cuz you're not going to get that ten dollars parking it while soon. You can. Exactly, um, and uh, and there's some hotels around the area that, that are offering ten and fifteen dollars parking as well on, on the harbor side. Um, that's that's a good idea. Um, hopping on over to Florida, Walt Disney World unveiled today or or released today an update for the My Disney Experience for all of the um, the what is it called the Disney Magic Mobile
1: Magic Mobile, but it's only for
0: Apple devices and and so you can now um go to the disney magic mobile thing and and go to
1: the my disney experience app
0: and you can click on it and you can see your ticket and that is my ticket for his is epcot yes um but you can unlock your resort hotel door you can do um, basically anything that you could do with a magic band but
1: most excitingly you can take that bad boy hit add to wallet open your wallet on your watch and Your barcode will now be on your Apple Watch. So Um, cool. You will also be able to, uh, a feature of staying in a hotel, which I have found to be lovely, is when you have your Magic Band on, you can hook it to your debit card. And then you do that, you hit a pin. You don't have to take your debit card out the whole trip. It's wonderful. You will also be able to do that through Magic Mobile on your Apple Watch now.
0: Which means it's going straight to your debit instead of your account at the hotel, too. Which I like better especially when you're with groups and you don't have to have like at the end of the trip all right you have this much and you have that much and like that's just a headache and a half so i think this is going to be one of the coolest things and ever since they introduced the magic bands it's like well i just want to use my watch exactly um so i think that's going to be super cool um from what i understand reading today worked very well at main gate and some of the other things they are still working out the kinks, which it's the first day. What do you expect? Um, I think that's going to be, uh, yeah, it's it's magic mobile, like the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> um, Precisely. I think they're going to be bringing it to more platforms in the near future. And uh, I think Apple's just probably the one that they they approached first. And But yeah, I want to try it. I think it'll be great. And um, it'll be a fun like I just think it makes life so much easier and and really I don't like wearing my Apple Watch and then the Magic Band cuz you're already sweating enough in Florida. <laughs> it's like you don't need more plastic around your hands and
1: I mean the only bummer to <coughs> me is that I do love my spaceship earth Magic Band.
0: You can still use it.
1: I know, but I don't like the way that it feels. Like I don't I don't like the way Magic Bands feel. They make me uncomfortable because I have a weird thing about Things. Um, I don't like the way the plastic feels on me. So I'm going to be bummed of it as a fashion accessory. Also, I have my 35th anniversary Epcot Magic Band that sings when I touch it at Touch Points at Epcot. So I'm sure they will
0: come up with options, though. Based on what like
1: face you have on your. Mm -hmm.
0: Or maybe even they could add it like they could gamify it too. We're like, you know how in Galaxy's Edge you can do mm-hmm. the little games. Like if they were to connect all those and you could get, like you could earn different entrance sounds. That'd be fun. And people would go for it. Like I would. I would. <laughs> like, but you could do, I mean, Disney's Hollywood studio is the one that makes the most sense to me right off the top of my head because like you can, you can do Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. You can do Toy Story you stuff. Do droids. You can do droids. You could do Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. Like there's lots of things there. Um, I think Epcot would be a lot of, where we really could take different approaches for each one. Like there's yeah. games that you could do in each park, and that would be super cool, I think. And and just build on the the excitement of of getting to keep it simple and all on my watch or all on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as your phone doesn't die, you're good to go minor detail minor detail and then you go into that whole uh what is it called the little charger
1: um no what are they called i can picture the The thing in my head the ones that you can swap out yeah um
0: and i'm not using it anymore because i went through the whole process and they never responded so i i just was not impressed there we go um
1: I just realized it was a whole lot cheaper to buy a $30, uh, maybe it was even cheaper, portable charger on Amazon and then just charge it at home. And it lasts a lot longer and it charges my phone more times and what have you.
0: Yep, yep. And it also charges the GoPro, which is good as well. All right, finally this week, we just today, actually. Today, we got our next glimpse at what is coming to Star Wars next on May fourth. May the fourth be with you. Um, what day of the week is that?
1: Oh, that's a great question. What day of the week is because May? Because I know that
0: it's there's the seventy minute premiere, and and then is it a Tuesday?
1: It's a Tuesday. Okay, so we might
0: we might have to like actually watch this before the show and then review it after. Um, but we got. A trailer for Mm -hmm. star wars the bad batch yeah and i was fascinated by it for one um mainly because well there's several reasons first off it's the timeline yes like where it's at in the timeline of star wars we know somewhere around here and this is just me theorizing a little bit and i haven't read enough to be educated on this at some point things switch for the empire from clones To Mm stormtroopers so now we have this bad batch that's genetically enhanced clones it didn't work perfectly or whatever Mm -hmm. um and things don't seem to be going so well for them and the war is over and you've got all of this stuff happening is this where you start seeing the transition of like oh clones don't work for us anymore we have to switch to troopers and so I'm curious if this is actually an origin story for the Stormtrooper at large. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it is. I'm just curious. Um, but that that's kind of like, I keep thinking of like, how does this fit into the bigger Star Wars story? Because that's one thing Dave Filoni has done since day one of, of the Clone Wars is like everything fits into a bigger story and a bigger universe and a bigger history. And, and so I'm curious about that. The other thing I'm really curious about that we were talking about before is Fennec. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I was like, that sounds like Ming-Na Wen. And you are correct. It is. And that is interesting because this is, what, 30 years before?
1: Yes. I'm so, yes. I think it's 20 or
0: 30 years before Mandalorian.
1: Yeah, that'd be correct.
0: But now we have all of these connections happening everywhere. And, And so I'm... Really intrigued where this show is gonna go and what it's like what is its purpose in the Star Wars storytelling. Mm-hmm. And even weirder, will it be connected somehow to the High Republic? Which I've been happening. really enjoying reading. What did you think?
1: I think it looks like a lot of fun. Um, and this is coming from somebody who did not watch the Clone Wars, has not watched Star Wars Rebels. Um, I feel like specifically um Star Wars the Clone Wars is gonna tie in a lot to this series. It yeah, seems they, they
0: came out of that.
1: Yeah. Um, it's seeming like there's going to be a lot of tie-ins and it's gonna build off the story that was in Star Wars The Clone Wars. So I should work on that.
0: Um and if you've watched us, like if you've watched actually the Clone Wars, um encourage Katie how to get through them because the beginning is rough. Like, and that's the same with most of the shows like Star Wars Rebels first season. I can totally remember us on DAPScast and Danny and I talking about how it's the show you, you have this love hate relationship for, because there's parts that you're like, Ooh, Star Wars, super good. And then it's like, what the heck are you doing over here? And
1: it's also very overwhelming to start a show that has seven seasons.
0: Huh? Okay, that's fair.
1: Like, in my humble opinion, it's very overwhelming to watch a show that has a lot ahead of it. Like, in front of you when you're trying to start it. Okay. Um, Especially when the beginning's not great. It's hard to... So, if you've watched Star Wars, The Clone Wars, please tell me how to get
0: through the beginning. Day. I think
1: I know. It, and, and that's what I did, it.
0: is when I watched it, it was already three or four seasons in Mm -hmm. and I just would do one a day because it's like 20 minutes. And so I was like, I can do 20 minutes. And there's seasons that I absolutely love and storylines I absolutely love. And other ones are like, okay, that was fun. Not really. (laughs) But then in the grander context, it added so much depth to, um, the prequels it's added so much depth now to what we're seeing with other things. And, um, and that will be interesting to see. And then, like, is there going to be some lead up that's connecting to Solo? Is there going to be some lead up that's connecting to Andor? Like, there's there's so many different stories being told right now. It'll be really. Um, <laughs> Clocky says to watch episodes till you see a good one and leave on a high note. That's but fair. That that is a good way to do it. Um, but it'll be really interesting to see like where the connection points happen and is for much for as much um, griping as we hear about what's going on in the world of star wars it's like everything's going on in the world of star wars that's why it's so good right now and and you know if you may not like this part you're gonna like that part and and it's very much a walt disney approach of of let's tell good stories and and i think the thing to remember is sometimes one person's definition of a good story is different than another person's i agree cool beautiful oh star wars is very much so um, it is interesting. Um, I'm forgetting his name, first name. I think his last name is Klein, though. Klein. Um, he wrote the music for Clone Wars and I think Rebels. And he has now written more Star Wars music than any other man alive, including John Williams. Huh. Yeah. Kind of blew my mind. That's I, I should crazy. really have verified that before I said it on the YouTube. Well, it's,
1: it's law now. But,
0: you know, it's on the Internet now. Even so if, it, it, even if it's not true, it is true um, now. Anyway, we are running out of time, Katie. What should people do?
1: StudentAppsMagic.com. Check out all the Disney and Geek News as it happens when Disneyland announces news about the reopening and how you can get tickets. We'll be we there. We will have it. So be sure to subscribe to our mailing list so you don't miss any of it.
0: That is true. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well because we've got lots of stuff that continue to go up on almost a daily basis. Well, there's something going up every day. We know that for sure. And and then uh, we've got some other special things coming as well. Um, But that is all the time that we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner.
1: Bye.